very good evening to you from me, Father Emil, and a very warm welcome to As the Sun Sets. Well, as usual, my hope is that you've had a good, good day. We come to the end of the day. Some of you traveling home in your cars, in taxis. You might even be sitting at home with your little candle lit, your breviary, your Bible in your hand, ready to fire away and pray with me as we come to the end of the day. We thank God for the gift of this day. So let's ask the Lord to be with us as we pray. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. Oh 
The Psalms are from Wednesday of week three of the Psalter. And the first Psalm is Psalm 125, Joy and Hope in God. Those who were sowing in tears will sing when they reap. When the Lord delivered Zion from bondage, it seemed like a dream. And then was our mouth filled with laughter. On our lips there were songs. The heathens themselves said, What marvels the Lord worked for them! What marvels the Lord worked for us! Indeed, we were glad. Deliver us, O Lord, from our bondage, our streams in dry land. Those who are sowing in tears will sing when they reap. They go out, they go out full of tears, carrying seed for the sowing, and they come back, they come back full of song, carrying their sheaves. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Those who are sowing in tears will sing when they reap. The Lord will build a house for us. He will watch over our city. Psalm 126. Success depends on the Lord's blessing. If the Lord does not build a house, in vain do its builders labor. If the Lord does not watch over the city, in vain does the watchman keep vigil. In vain is your earlier rising, your going later to rest. You who toil for the bread you eat, while he pours gifts on his beloved, while they slumber. Truly sons are a gift from the Lord, a blessing, the fruit of the womb, Indeed, the sons of youth are like arrows in the hand of a warrior. Oh, the happiness of the man who has filled his quiver with these arrows! He will have no cause for shame when he disputes with his foes in the gateways. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord will build a house for us. He will watch over our city. He is the firstborn of all creation. He is supreme over all creatures. And the canticle is taken from Colossians chapter 1. Christ is the firstborn of all creation, the firstborn from the dead. Let us give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for in him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. 
All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. He is the firstborn of all creation. He is supreme over all creatures. Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 9. Jesus said, John said to Jesus, Master, we saw a man who is not one of us casting out devils in your name. And because he was not one of us, we tried to stop him. But Jesus said, you must not stop him. No one who works a miracle in my name is likely to speak evil of me. Anyone who is not against us is for us. Well, in the Gospel this evening, once again, we have another display of power. And as I said yesterday, what Mark is really concerned about is manifestations of power and how the response of the Christian, of the disciple of Jesus, is to be either to respond to power and to have power. Uh, the way to respond is to pray, to have faith. And yesterday, you remember, we spoke about the importance of service so that any power we have it's not for us to glory in that power but to use uh, influence power that we have to pray that the lord strengthen the little faith that we have that we use our power and to become a humble people and pray and above all to show that we can use our power to serve one another now today John comes to Jesus and he says, we saw somebody casting out devils in your name and we stopped him <laughs> because he wasn't one of us. Now, I think Jesus was very concerned in forming his disciples. 
and and so often when you just read through the gospel of mark for example we see how jesus forms his disciples he walks with them he notices that they're doing things wrongly for example and he doesn't correct them on the spot but he waits for an appropriate time to correct uh, them if they've made mistakes he walks with them, he teaches, he encourages, and so on. So there are many, many instances where Jesus just simply forms his disciples. And today he's involved in formation once again, and he's trying to uh, allow John, he's trying to get John to see that when people speak in the name of Jesus, we mustn't stop them. Anybody who is, uh, as Jesus says, anyone who is not against us, is for us. Now, I think today's gospel is very much an ecumenical gospel. <clears throat> Why do I say that? Because there are lots of people today who speak in the name of Jesus, and we mustn't stop them. We have so many different churches. We've got in Soweto over 6,000 little churches or sects, as we might call them, and they all love Jesus, and they all proclaim Jesus and preach Jesus. Uh, we mustn't say, oh, well, you know, they are, these people are really no good. They should belong to the Anglican Church or the Catholic Church or one of the mainline churches uh, because, uh, you know, this is the authentic thing, the real thing. Jesus is saying, no, let's look at people and see what they are doing and how they are doing it. If people are doing anything in the name of Jesus, let's not stop them. So whether we're a Pentecostal church, an evangelical revival church, the Catholic church, the Anglican, the Methodist, the Presbyterian, you name it, all these different churches are doing things in the name of Jesus. We might, we might not have the same kind of theological appreciation and the depth of theological appreciation and theological knowledge and so on, but there are many holy people who belong to one or other church, might be a small church, a very insignificant church, maybe a very charismatic church or something like that. But they love the Lord and they're very close to the Lord. So let's encourage people to stay close to the Lord. And if they work miracles or speak in the name of Jesus, let's not be quick to go and stop them and say, you mustn't be doing this in the name of Jesus. If people are working for Jesus, let's encourage them. And remember the words of Jesus, anyone who is not against us is for us. But poor old John coming to Jesus says, we saw somebody doing something in your name and we stopped him because he wasn't one of us. So John is very conscious of, of his own power as a disciple of Jesus and he didn't want to share that with anybody else. But there are other people who also share in the knowledge and the love and the power of Jesus. So today in the gospel, we, it's a short gospel, a crisp sort of gospel, and it's John just observing that there were some people working and speaking in the name of Jesus. And John says, we try to stop him because he's not one of us. And Jesus says, don't stop him. Let him continue to work and speak in my name. Anyone who is, who is not against us is for us. So let's, today I want to pray for ecumenism for the many, many churches that do such good work, wonderful work, encouraging people, feeding them in so many different sorts of ways, just being with them. Let's pray today that we might come truly to appreciate um, 
that there are lots of people who don't belong to our little sect, who don't belong to our particular church, who nevertheless love the Lord, and the Lord works in them and through them. We don't stop them. We pray for them and we encourage them. But above all, let's keep in mind, as Jesus um, also did at the Last Supper, praying that we might all be one, one in the knowledge and the love of the Lord. May that unity that Jesus prayed for truly become a reality. And may we all, who pride ourselves on the name of Christian, disciples of Jesus, who speak in his name, who love him, may we all, in many, many ways, continue to propagate and speak in the name of Jesus to bring joy and hope to people. Redeem me, Lord, and show me your mercy. Redeem me, Lord, and show me your mercy. Do not cast me away with sinners. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Redeem me, Lord, and show me your mercy. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. I may have faith strong enough to move mountains, but if I have no love, I am nothing. And so with this in mind, we pray, Lord, grant us your love Lord, sustain us as we build and grow towards you. Increase our faith as we work. We are assailed by doubts and weighed down by uncertainties. Release our hearts to journey towards you with hope. Love keeps no score of wrong and does not gloat over evil. Help us to delight in the truth and rejoice in your gifts to others. Confirm the, the pilgrim church in the faith of the apostles. Help us to encourage each other sharing our gifts and bring those who have died in your peace to that knowledge which fulfills faith and answers hope. Grant them the fullness of your love. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let your people's cry come into your loving presence, Lord. Forgive them their sins, so that by your grace they may be devoted to your service and rest secure under your protecting hand. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. Oh
There we go, a lovely piece of music, a lovely hymn, song, call it what you like, by James Kilbane. James Kilbane, coming to you right here on Radio Radio Veritas, the love I have for you. Well, we come to the end of our program. Just a quick reminder, don't forget to keep listening on the 24th of May when we have a big announcement to make. And I do hope that you're going to listen and respond to that announcement. The 24th of May. It's going to be a wonderful day with a very official announcement. Okay, that's the 24th of May. Please also remember that in September, from the 2nd to the 11th of September, I'm taking a group of pilgrims to Rome and Assisi. And I know lots of people love going to Rome and Assisi. This time we are going for the canonization of Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Pope Francis, on the 4th of September, will be declaring her a saint. And uh, we all know of her. We've experienced the effects of her love and her care for people her recognition of the dignity of people, even those lying on the streets, on the pavements, and so on. A great woman she was in our day and age, and she's now being declared a saint. So we're going to Rome on the 2nd of September. We're coming back on the 11th of September. So if you'd like to go along and uh, and spend time with us for these 10, 11 days, please do go and visit the website, fowlertours.co.za, fowlertours.co.za, and read all about the pilgrimage there. Uh, you can then find the telephone numbers to phone Gail Fowler. Give her a call and just ask her uh, about the pilgrimage. Are there still seats left and what's the present cost or the price of the of the pilgrimage? And you'll be very, very happy to help. So remember the website, www.fowlertours.co.za. And speak to Gail and ask her about the pilgrimage and tell her you heard about it on Radio Veritas. Well, that's where we have to leave it. And so from me, Father Emil, for now it's good night. God bless. Keep warm and have a restful, restful evening.